The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to the Explorers podcast, where we catch up with active junior explorers which have leverage to exploration success at projects of interest. We've certainly got one of those today in DMC Mining, which trades under the code DMM or Delta Mike Mike. It is trading at 17 cents for a market cap of 7.8 million. DMC is a ASX newbie having only joined the list on December 20. It came to the market with a focus on nickel sulphides in WA near Ravensthorpe, down Esperance Way, and a couple of 100 clicks southeast of Kalgoorlie in the Fraser Range areas. The company could not have asked for better conditions to be starting out as a nickel explorer. The metal has just hit 10-year highs of more than $10 a pound as demand from the battery sector grows hand over fist which adds, of course, a new and fast-growing demand sector to nickel's traditional stainless steel market. Traditionally, $10 a pound nickel gets the market very excited. And judging by the share price performance of the established producers, developers and explorers, nickel mania could well be a feature of the early 2022 mining market. So with all that, we have DMC's Executive Chairman, David Sumich, with us today to run through the DMC story and what we should be looking out for as 2022 unfolds. G'day, David. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Hello, Barry. Um, thanks thanks for um, for having me and uh, very happy to be uh, talking to, to you today. Now, David, uh, you're well known in uh, mining circles, but for those who don't know, uh, could you give us a bit of a rundown on your professional career uh, before bringing DMC to the market? Yeah, certainly, Barry. So I've been involved in the junior, uh, junior mining space for for about 25 years. I guess broken in two halves. For the last 15 years, I've been a uh, a director or and or CEO of, of of mining of the junior mining companies. Before that, Barry, I was I was in the uh, corporate corporate finance space, working for either stockbroking firms or big American uh, Merrill Lynch Merrill Lynch for a few years, raising money for the juniors, and then as they switched over to the um, uh, management side to help and, and and run junior explorers and DMC, we listed this twenty second of December just last year, and uh, yeah, so far all going um, very well for us. Right, so you're enjoying a listed life? Very much so. To list any company is somewhat stressful and no listing is easy. And to, to get it listed, it, it gives us the opportunity to deploy the funds. We've made commitments to shareholders and it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a relief. It's a new phase of the company, but a relief to, to be able to deploy the funds, execute on the strategy and, and get some results out and use flow for shareholders. So, yeah, it, it's it's exciting. And as I mentioned, uh, you couldn't have hoped for a bit of market conditions with nickel uh, going past $10 a pound. Yeah, exactly. So nickel at, at the $10 a pound, as you say. So DMC is is can, can capture the theme of, of nickel. And, of course, the major, main theme there is applied to nickel sulphide projects or, or companies is, is of course the EV battery market which is, is arguably fueling some of that price rise on on, on with nickel and I guess also 
you know, with Nickel Barry, uh, WA, we think WA is the best place in the world to be. Uh, WA produces 100% of Australia's nickel now. We've got in WA, we've got the ecosystem with regards to um, whether it be BHP with its concentrator as a, as a potential off-taker and then to, to supply the, the world, the Teslas of the world. It's all set up in WA. So uh, one thing is to find a deposit, but another thing is to be um, with, with the right so ecosystem, as I call it. We've ticked off the macro setting, couldn't be better. Now for the projects. Uh, let's look at Ravensthorpe first. It's in the same neck of the woods as the historic Rav 8 sulphide nickel mine and the world-scale Ravensthorpe laterite nickel project of First Quantum and POSCO, having first, of course, being developed by BHP. Just what have you got there? Yeah, so Rav 8, um, so we're about 800 metres from, from the Rav 8 uh, mine. What we've got... Uh, we're a long strike, and the Ultra May Fix, as I said, go 800 metres into into our area. It, it's a very exciting project. Obviously, it's a prolific, as you mentioned, it's a prolific nickel region, uh, right on the margin of the of the Yilgarn, the Yilgarn and the and the Albany Fraser origin. And so this this is this is where we had these uh, discoveries uh, on, on that margin. So. Um, it's, it's never been drilled, Barry. Uh, the reason why it's been overlooked, Ravate, when that Ravate was mined in in 2000 and 2000 to 2005, nickel price was was half of what it is now, um, and and the explorers were essentially looking for at surface um, at surface deposits, which would Ravate is. Um, it's a different story now, and and the ultra matrix in our area they they do dip uh, down and, and to the southwest, and and it'll be. Um, below surface but um so we, we've got 15 kilometers of the ultra matrix uh we've just finished the the em program uh we've got very positive soil geochem um and so yeah it, it's uh, we'll have a, a maiden drilling program uh starting in in, a, in about a month and just for the listeners rav 8 i think was uh, historically produced about four hundred and seventy thousand tons of nickel at a very nice grade of 3.45 percent nickel um, if you get one of those, uh, it'll be off to the races. Exactly. It, it, was, it, was, it was very high grade. It, the grade actually went uh, higher as, as it went underground. So it starts off its surface at sort of 2 or 3% and went down to 5%. And, and so, as I say, that, that ultramafic um, load from Maravate uh, goes into our area. So this, this, is, um, this is very exciting for us. Um, so it's a, it's a known mineralised area. Just the surface soil geochem matches up as well with with where Ravate is, so um, yeah, it, it's it's very exciting. Mm, one of the, one of the beauties about the project, of course, is its location. I think the National Highway Number One is not far away, is it? Yeah, exactly. So it goes goes the uh, Ravensthorpe to Esperance Highway. Um, goes goes right through our project. So yeah, we're, we're well positioned in terms of power and uh, and that other mining infrastructure. And and interestingly, with Rav8, when it was mined, they just trucked the ore to, to Cambelda. Now it's four hundred kilometres, so there was a period where they just trucked it to Cambelda, and then there was a period where Tectonic at the time uh, put their own concentrator in. So all those options are still available um, should there be a deposit. West of mining now, of course, BHP, Nickel West. Now, you haven't uh, messed around. You've mentioned that you've completed an airborne EM and a magnetic survey. Would, I'm just wondering, um, given its location, uh, and you, you touched on there only being cursory exploration there over the years, um, do you expect uh, this, this uh, survey you've completed to 
you know, for want of a better expression, light up some uh, prospects that obviously uh, previous explorers haven't been able to identify? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We certainly hope so. The technology has changed a lot with these sorts of EM surveys. Uh, it's actually changed a, a huge amount. So we, we, there's a very definitive magnetic signature over the ultramafix, but the EEM takes it to a, a new sort of level of, of being able to identify the, the, the drill targets. It goes to a depth of around three to 400 metres. So yeah, it, it's very good. We're expecting some some targets, as we know. I mean, nickel sulphide deposits are, you know, are notoriously hard to find. Of course, it's, you know, it's very valuable these days. So, so the RAV8 was, was 500 metres long by about 30, 40 metres wide. Um, was was the actual rav eight sort of load, and so we we got fifteen kilometres of, of ultra matrix as I mentioned. So yeah, we, we do expect to, to light up some 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 good targets for us. Okay, so Dave, just confirm, you mentioned the the drilling uh, likely drilling uh, program to kick off. When was that? Sorry. So it, it'll either be uh, late February uh, or early March. Where you know, the results will come back. We're expecting in about three or four weeks. And then we can we can mobilise very quickly for drilling. And just uh, confirming, is this uh, this project area you have it in that Ravensthorpe region? It's one hundred percent owned by the company. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, Ravensthorpe is one hundred percent owned, um, and and and, I, and that that's excellent. Um, you know, there's no there's no earnings or royalties or, or anything else. So shareholders have uh, you know all, all the all the upside as it were and so yeah as i say yeah very fortunate to, to be able to have it 100 percent. well let's uh, move across to fraser range uh, again a nicely located project some 15 k's west of igo's nova nickel mine where i'm sure igo wouldn't mind me saying it uh, it would like to see some additional resource reserves in the general area to extend mine life for the the, pro, uh, the mill it's got there what's uh what, what's happening on your front in that fraser range project area yeah, so our our flag. So we've got we've got ten licenses, um, Barry, in in the Fraser Range. Um, we will be so that all adds up to about eight hundred and eighty square kilometres. So that that'll make DMC uh, other than the majors, other than After Legend and IGO, uh, DMC will have essentially the, the one of the largest footprints in the Fraser Range. So that that in itself gives us you know that that's huge. Um, so our flagship in the Fraser Range is is our Trinity project and that is the one that is about 15 kilometers west of of the Nova of the Nova mine. So this this project previous holder was was Ram Resources back in 2015, 2016. They did some excellent work. They did a similar EM survey and uh, that, that what we did at Ravensthorpe, and they, they had seven targets. Essentially, the, in 2015, you know, the nickel price uh, was, 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 was different. It was 8,000, half of what it is now, and they essentially ran out of money. They, they half-tested, Ram half-tested one target. They didn't even hit bedrock, uh, did drill 12 holes, didn't hit bedrock, so even that one target wasn't tested properly. There's six other targets, six, six other drill targets there, very, very good targets, very good geology. And yeah, and should we find anything, it, it will be um, likely to be highly sort of sought after, whether it be IGO or, or another group um, uh, would, would be potentially uh, very interested. So um, yeah, it, it's uh, very exciting um, there. That, that's that's the, 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 uh, the flagship project, as I mentioned, Trinity. And then we've got um, uh, four other projects in the Fraser range to back it up. Everyone's been sort of waiting for a, 
another Nova to be found in uh, that part of the world. And IGO is obviously uh, giving it a, a great crack. And there is a theory that um, you know, if, you, if you drew a, a 50k radius around a Nova type discovery, that there's good reasons to believe that uh, there should be other others in the area. Yeah, that, that's that's part of that. That's a, a theory. I mean, if we, if we look at these these deposits, typically are in are in clusters. Um, uh, the comparable would be the the, the, the Thompson uh, nickel belt in Canada. Uh, it took a long time to play out. Discoveries just didn't happen year after year. It took 20, 30, 40 years, and there was and and there was discoveries through all that time. In, in arguably, the Fraser Range is still very early. Um, there's been okay, so there's two. Uh, so the Nova Nickel Mine, which is the IGO, essentially halfway through 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 that. Uh, Silver Knight would be the other, of course, the other uh, you know, commercial deposit. Um, and the theory is that uh, they, they're, they're typically in clusters, and there's there's, there's typically others. Um, Nova has, uh, sorry, um, yeah, uh, IGO has has other targets, key targets around our area. Um, yeah, and uh, you know it, the Fraser Range is the, the geology is a little bit more complex than, than normal, so that it does does take time. Um, but yeah, we're we're very hopeful that uh, we're expecting to um, to have some very good results. And the uh, big question, of course, uh, investors like to what would be the likely drilling campaign start in the Fraser? This will start similar to Ravensthorpe because because Ram did, and we've picked these uh, this managed to get this project up that has already had the EM survey done and there's, there's six six drill ready targets which is which is excellent so um, the, the difficulty is a lot of double explorers are finding this with regard to contractors and getting contractors is 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 a, is a difficulty we're, we're using CSA global Barry as our as our consulting um, essentially exploration manager and one of the advantages of using them well there's at least two advantages one is that tremendous experience in the Fraser range and we're able to build on the work that they're doing with at least two or three other explorers. The second advantage is with regarding to booking in drilling contractors and CSA with their essentially size or you know pulling power can 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 bring that in uh, and, and we can get slots in with drilling contractors. So the, the, the start date there is end of end of February uh, for, for the drilling maiden drilling comp campaign in the, in the Fraser range. Arrangement with CSA, that's part, I got a sense from reading the prospectus uh, last year that it's part of this, a focus by the company to have a low overhead corporate structure. Yeah, um, for, for sure. And and, it, and the advantage, the other advantage, you can, if, to, to be able to, they can ramp up, they can bring in people where needed and they can all be, also be switched off um, from our side if, if needed, if, if there was a lull in it. Yeah, twin benefit there, just... Well, obviously lowering overhead uh, corporate costs, but also uh, leveraging off their um, well their expertise in that area, plus their ability to you know, source drilling rigs and personnel exactly in a tight market. And we've all already seen the benefit of that with the EM survey at, at Ravensthorpe. Now these EM surveys, so NRG are in incredibly high demand for, for these surveys. A lot of uh, they're, they're demanded everywhere and. And so, so two things have enabled us to get that, that survey done. One was the fact that um, CSA was able to, to pull them in. And the other thing, well, we, we did that survey in conjunction with our neighbour, Nickel Search. 
and and they NRG just wouldn't have done it unless we can get um, a, a large enough uh, package uh, with, with uh, combined with our neighbour, uh, but also this, this, this was a, it was helpful to have CSA there, and uh, and that's what got that done over the Christmas break. So it's sort of an example of how. Um, they can help in, in pulling contractors in. Obviously, the focus is very much nipple sulfides, but you are in a part of the world, uh, both in the Fraser and uh, down there in the Esperance region, where people go looking for gold and they sometimes find nickel and they sometimes go looking for nickel and they find gold, or they might even find uh, lithium. So I was just wondering, gold, lithium, other metals in that part of the world, not a focus, obviously, but uh, is there potential for gold, uh, lithium, other things? Definitely, Ravensthorpe is is prospective for um, for nickel, um, but there's also copper. We, we we do have copper outcrops at Ravensthorpe, so I mean, who, who knows what could happen there? This, the Galaxy Lithium mine is um, uh, just just at, at Ravensthorpe. Uh, that that's lithium, uh, so it, it's um, there's potential there. In in Ray in sorry in Fraser Range, where we're drilling out Trinity is more likely to be nickel only, but our other projects in the Fraser Range have been uh, considered very prospective for not only uh, nickel, copper and PGEs and also lithium. So, yeah, and that's the advantage of having such a large area in the Fraser Range is that uh, uh, we've got a, essentially a pipeline a pipeline of, of activity and a pipeline of opportunities that, that, can, that can be upside for shelves. All right, David, uh, let's bring it all together for investors and give them a feel for here we've got this new company, a beautifully tight uh, market uh, capital, nice and clean as uh, 2022 unfolds. So what should they be looking out for in coming months? Yeah, so I, I think um, in, in summary for DMC, I mean, there's, there's some overarching themes, obviously nickel being in WA, being on the border of the um, Yilgarn, those margins of the Yilgarn, there, there's some overarching themes there. For DMC, the company-specific uh, catalysts, Activity uh, certainly it's already started at Ravensthorpe. Very large area in the Fraser Range is is, is about to um, uh, kick off the exploration program there. They're the company specific catalysts, and I think the other thing is that uh, in, in terms of valuation, putting that all together, DMC listed on you know we're a little bit down uh, from the IPO. Our enterprise value is in the three to four million dollar range, and that just gives uh, new existing shareholders and new shareholders. Uh, tremendous uh, upside. Any positive news and, and uh, news flow and, and drilling results that we have in, in, the, in, in the short term. Well, there we go, folks. Uh, just what Garen Perry likes to see, lightly capitalised junior with uh, active on the ground, both uh, in the Fraser and around Ravensport in the right commodities and with obviously a lot of leverage to exploration success. So with that, David, thanks for your time today. Much appreciated. We'll be uh, watching with interest as the year unfolds. Great. Thanks, Baron. Yeah. Cheers.